Hi everyone, welcome to the latest Siddiqui Ramblings podcast. As the name suggests, the ramblings of the Siddiqui boys. You may have seen us on TV. I'm Basit Siddiqui. I'm Sid Siddiqui. I'm Umar Siddiqui. So hopefully you'll join us every week just to hear our general thoughts on uh, the world as it is and our little ideas about life in general. If you want to get involved, then feel free to. You can email us on thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. Right, let's get going. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, men. Men. <laughs> it's an unusual setting today, isn't it? Very unusual, yeah. So, just so you can visualise what's going on, guys, I'm lying like Cleopatra yeah. on a on a on a double bed mm-hmm. in uh, Dad's bedroom. There's Dad on the stool next to me, to the right, and then Uma, you're to the left. Yeah. I'm sure. I hope your voice is being caught. You know. I'll lean in a bit closer. Yeah, get a little bit closer. Uh, Dad, do you want to explain the reason why we're almost just kind of on the sidelines here? We haven't got a home today, have we? Yeah. Yeah, I can explain that before. I, that I'll give you a better description of how we're sitting. In fact, Bath has not given you the right description. Uh, it's a uh, big spoon, middle spoon, little <laughs> <laughs> and a t- tiny spoon on my big bed. Yeah. <laughs> Dessert spoon, yeah. Please. There's, there's an image for our listeners. I know. <laughs> Yeah, the reason is that we are changing rooms. The room that we did up, or which I did up, uh, painstaking me, um, last summer, uh, we decided not to use that. So that will become my bedroom, and my old bedroom will become our studio. It's yeah. just a change of so change you sh- of You're shifting stuff around, but obviously, yeah. in the interim, we're, we're setting up camp where we can do. Yeah. So I'll apologise in advance because there might be some background noise because Amelia's around with uh, our sister Aisha and her partner Nick and they're kind of looking through some stuff. You find like loads of old oh, stuff. Oh, God, yes, yeah. So it's one of those general clear-outs, isn't it? I keep yeah. discovering Aladdin's caves. Yeah, as it were. good treasure trove of yeah. stuff there. I've already nabbed some stuff, which is yeah. good. Um, Dad's so, house is a, like a repository for old... Brick or brack, isn't it? And yeah. uh, everything, everything that you never want, uh, any of you, it just mm. ends up either in our house or in the garage. Yeah. Well, you say it's old, but there's elements of new as well because around Christmas time, everything gets delivered here, doesn't it? <clears throat> yeah. Because mum is pretty much always in. We know that someone can sign for like parcels <laughs> and stuff. So you must get sick of it, Dad. Uh, no, you said yeah. Mm. Oh God, you better stop doing it then. Well, is that the right word, repository, or is it suppository? <laughs> yeah, you've got to make sure you get those ones right, absolutely. Right, so, um, second proper podcast of the year. Got some good feedback, some welcome backs, and positive messages from the last one. Yeah, I saw that. A lot of people happy to have us back. Which is good. On a regular basis. And we are going to try and maintain this regularity. Um, no reason why not, I don't think. Obviously, if we can do it whilst you're moving rooms, we should be yeah, able to do absolutely. it. absolutely. Um, so, who would like to go first? Dad, do you have any pearls ready for us? I'm afraid not. The other day when I was on uh, the treadmill, and my brain was really working fast, because when you do exercise, the thing is, uh, uh, lots of oxygen going into you. Yeah. It just gets you thinking, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, And I had some really good ideas. But as soon as I cooled down, put my clothes back on, <laughs> uh, that had gone. Excellent. So, so I, don't know, I do apologize. 
So your perk could be have a notepad while you're exercising and jot down your ideas, isn't it? Yes, or some sort of recording device. Yeah. Do you find that though, Dad? Because we've always had this conversation, haven't we? Because I obviously uh, was into my running. I'm slowly getting back into it. <coughs> but your mind, when you go on a walk or when you go running, it's fa- oh, fascinating. Absolutely. Isn't it? I mean, that could be actually a pearl of wisdom, if you like, mm. in itself. Uh, that I have a number of times tested this. Uh, if I'm struggling with some sort of uh, problem at work or home or whatever, and if I need a solution, I will just go for a, a brisk walk of half an hour, three quarters of an hour, an hour sometime. Mm. And it just clears your brain completely and you can think logically. And the only thing I can put it down to is rush of oxygen or rush of uh, fresh air, whatever you like to yeah. call it. Uh, it just does something to your brain and your thinking power is at a peak. It's, it's fascinating, honestly. Mm. I'll tell you what, I'm so grateful for the dog. Don't tell Mel that I said that because I'm really mean to the dog at home because he gets on my nerves. But I'm so grateful for the dog because we got the dog around a time when I was shifting careers and stuff. Mm. And I've I got to admit, half the ideas that I've come up with since doing like this shift and setting up the business have come whilst I've been on walks. And I'd come home from the dog world and go, Mel, I've got an amazing idea. Yeah. She's sick of it, but I honestly think there's something to that. No, absolutely. I think the two things, there's that obviously, rush of uh, blood to your head or whatever. Uh, but also you are constant, you're on your own. Mm. It's very seldom these days we are on our own, isn't it? There's always something. And if we're not on our own, we're usually on the, on, on the, on the phone or something. Mm. Absolutely. Something distracting. Something distracting. And when you're walking or running, that is your own time. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you're concentrating and focusing on things. Fascinating. Very good. I don't think we're going to do better than that. Should we just call it a day on the podcast? That's some wise words there, <laughs> yeah. there and then, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But, Omar, you've got a news for us. Would I've you? got a news for you, yes. Um, uh, rail firm buys delay scarf at auction. So this is a news from Germany. Again, it's, uh, I've not made any differences to the way I get my news. It's still the Iron newspaper in 2019. Fabulous. So a German rail company is trying to mollify a disgruntled customer by buying her delay scarf. Deutsche Bahn bought the handmade scarf for €7,550 Euro at auction. Sarah Weber, a Munich commuter, knitted the grey, pink and red scarf, yeah. uh, with each colour reflecting the amount of time her journey had been delayed. So while she was being delayed, she <laughs> knitted this scarf. Wow, in a different colour. Put it on social media. Yes, you know, and it doing a complaint, isn't it? Or, or <laughs> you're making a point. Very yeah. visual, isn't it? Very yeah. That's good as a rail company, but I wonder if you get other people ideas, like if say their train is delayed, to create something, mm. and then say, look, this train was so long delayed, I managed to make this. Yeah, yeah. And try and get the company to buy it. So how much did they buy it for then? They bought it for about six thousand pounds. pounds. Yeah, but the, the danger is they're going to get inundated. Yeah, they? they've set a precedent <laughs> now, haven't they? Really? Yeah. Not only that, how many delays do they have? So people will just. You know, yeah. But this is from Germany, and Germany, I think, pride themselves on not being, they're always on time, oh, see, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Yeah. You see, like, if, if a British uh, train station did that, they'd be broke, flat broke in a, <laughs> yeah. in a month, wouldn't they? Yeah. That's confidence in the train system, isn't it? Yeah. Saying that, though, that's quite a lot. It's it a lot, sounds like it? a long scarf, doesn't yeah. it, that she created? Yeah, but saying that, though, why can't you put that time to some sort of useful activity rather than... Yeah, well, can Making a point. Yeah. She's made a point. She's made a point. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. And to be fair, I like that. I like that if you're delayed, you're building your knitting skills. I bet when she started, she couldn't knit at all. And I thought, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to learn to knit. I'm going to knit, yeah. Yeah. But learn a hobby. Yeah, absolutely. You could actually learn a new language. Exactly. While you're waiting, yeah. While you're yeah, waiting. Yeah. 
I think that goes back to what we were saying a second ago. When you've got time to yourself, you've got to mm. make the most of it, haven't mm. you? Yeah. Yeah. Powerful stuff. Excellent. Okay. So, Omar, today's title is? It is The Good Life. The Good Life. Yeah. So, it's all about, because I say this wrong, I keep saying it's sustainability, but it's not. Well, kind it's of self... Yeah, self-sufficiency. Self-sustainability might uh, play a factor. It makes it, uh, sustainability makes it too boring and technical, mm. isn't it? So what I did was obviously I try and link my Siddiqui science to it in some way, shape or form. And I thought, okay, if we're going to talk about us being self-sufficient, how can I look at the next level up? And uh, with everything that's going on with Brexit at the moment, I thought it'd be quite interesting to see which countries, if they were going to alienate themselves from the rest of the world, which ones would do the best to survive? So which countries themselves Mm. are the Mm. most self-sufficient? So uh, I went on... Quora.com, I think this is used for answering questions, which they put something quite quick and brief, but then there's some comments at the bottom, so I'll read a couple of these. So apparently Russia could qualify as the most self-sufficient country. It produces sizable quantities of oil, coal, natural gas, metals, wheat, corn, timber and livestock. Mm. It does import automobiles, technology, medicine and fruits. Um, another one that you could rank quite high is Norway. Um, it produces an excess of petroleum, gas, and electricity, and it is also relatively self-sufficient in food because it has access to fish and grains. Most of its trade is with the stable Germany, the United Kingdom, and France. Yeah. So those were the two that Cora report. Mm. A couple of contents. Uh, so people have put comments at the bottom. So you've got to take these ones with a pinch of uh, salt. But Scandinavian countries have a high degree of self-sufficiency and have for hundreds of years. It would be easy for these countries to become self-reliant again if needed. Um, and then it talks about like their fairly uh, steady population. Mm. And then apparently Armenia is another one as well. Armenia is considered one of the most self-sufficient countries in the world. It produces almost everything that they consume. The only two commodities that they import more of is wheat from Russia and the Ukraine and sugar. Right, okay. right. So take that one with a pinch of salt because that's comments. So you don't know. Right. Uh, apparently, though, North Korea are not self-sustaining. Approximately thirty percent of their produce and under, sorry, thirty percent of their populace is undernourished. They rely on China and Russia for most of their grain imports and some yeah. of their other needs. So yes. I, it would be quite interesting to see which are the least self-sufficient as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're they're the most. So Russia. Russia, yeah. But when you mm. consider the amount of ge- uh, geographical space... Yeah, the land they've got, absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's nearly half the continent, continent isn't it? Isn't yeah. More probably. Yeah, Europe. I know Russia would <coughs> for gas, because there's another country get gas from. Yeah, from Russia. Yeah. Gas, and they got huge... Um, uh, reserves of oil as well under sea, isn't it? Yes. Or have they claimed that, even though it doesn't belong to them? They're well, if it's in the sea, the, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Pacific or... Which 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 ocean is it? They've gone there and haven't they? Did put their flag at the really? And there was international cry about it that it's not yours. You oh, is that when they were fighting over the Ukraine? It wasn't something to do with that. Just uh, I can't remember exactly. But anyway, that's beside yeah. the point. I would have thought China would be quite self-sufficient. Yeah, and mm. India. I would have thought India would yeah. be as well. I'm thinking of like places that have a lot of like land. Land. And rich in mineral resources. Yeah. And also the climate as well, isn't it? Exactly, that would help for it to yeah. grow. I don't know, I'd be interested to see how self-sufficient we are as a country. I think I read somewhere where 
we import 38% of our food and that's just food. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's more for preference, isn't it? That's yeah. because we like the, we like those additional types of food yes. that you can't get in this yes, country. Yes. I think we could be self-sufficient mm. if we needed to be. Anyway, I mean, you've got your list of questions. Shall yeah. we, shall we go through those? So I'll start by uh, explaining why the title is called The Good Life. Do you know why? Dad will know why. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, there used to be a sitcom, isn't yeah, that's it? that's right, yeah. With, um, Richard Breyer, yeah, Felicity Kendall, and uh, who were the other guys? Margot, Paul, Margot, Penelope, yeah, Keith. Penelope Keith and Paul Eddington, yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, I yeah. love that show, man. Yeah, so yeah. it was set in the suburbs, but a family decides to go, break away from the rat race, yeah. <laughs> and become self-sufficient. So that's why I called it that. I always yeah. thought that um, the chap who was married to Felicity Kendall was like punching way above his weight. He was, he? Wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, Felicity yeah. Kendall was yeah. a hottie. She was hot. Yeah. <laughs> But it's the Queen's favourite show as well, you know. Yeah, can you yeah. imagine? It, well, like it, ever. Yeah, well, she they uh, watched it over Christmas. They did a special broadcast where the Queen was part of the audience. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. That's mad. The show of, like the limo driving in and she's shaking hands with all the cast. That's really? wicked. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, that's just a bit of TV trivia there. So, okay, self-sufficiency. So, could we become self-sufficient in this day and age? So contrast back in the 70s where you look at it and you go, yeah, they, they could have become self-sufficient back then. You're not talking that long ago, really. Mm. You're only talking, what, 40 years ago. Yeah. But now it's a different kettle of fish, isn't it, really? There's yeah. just so much now that you can't really do for yourself. When you even say be self-sufficient, I don't think my brain can really register <laughs> what that would entail. Yeah. So to be totally self-sufficient, are you saying that I wouldn't be able to have to... I wouldn't buy anything. I wouldn't outsource anything. I think you have to rely on the fact that there are some things that you just cannot manufacture yourselves. But what you would do is use a process of like bartering. Mm. So right. grow stuff and then use that to sell on to for other things people. that you can't manufacture yourself. Ah. But again, I really can't see that. I see it seems to be, be very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So, see, it, it's quite... For, um, tricky topic to deal with because sustainability or being self-sufficient is brilliant as a concept you know mm. you don't need anybody else but at a larger scale you are doing some disservice to others as well and perhaps in the process you also free yourself of that yeah. it's not the idea that you can grow everything yourself you can make everything yourself and so on and so forth but that is not always the case because it's not economical for you to do that mm. so it's not worthwhile from that angle Yes. Whereas if you join with other, say, one more country or two more countries, mm. you're diluting all that effort yeah. and making something better than just being on your own trying to do things. Right. So even though the concept of self-sufficiency is good, mm. in reality it's not. It's not practical, it's not economical, yeah. and it's not worthwhile doing. Yeah. Would you agree with, um, if you couldn't do it by yourself, could you? But say, for example, if a group of you, a community. A community decided yeah. to become self-sufficient. You mean community within a country or community... community you know, community within a country. Like You're talking like <coughs> if four of your neighbours or we as the Siddiquis as a yeah, family yes. decide to up sticks and go. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have one house in the middle of a street that's self-sufficient though, could you? No. It just yeah, wouldn't that, work. When you, when you are not doing that and uh, not being self-sufficient, you are actually getting help from others or you're picking up their effort they put for example say if somebody who's clever enough in Europe say America for instance they developed a, or a medicine which is you know wonder medicine for 
longevity or whatever, yeah. or yeah. cancer, whatever. And they could claim, well, it's ours. We're not sharing with anybody. You just go and be self-sufficient yourself. <laughs> that would be wrong. It Morally, would be wrong. it would yes, be yes. wrong at any level. So that itself tells you that it's not a good idea saying, okay, you've done that. We will spend another 50 years trying to develop the same thing. And then we'll be, we'll be selfish. You can't. It just, you can't. It's not practical. It's not logical. It's not sensible either. Yeah. Was that pretty Cold Warry though? That's a Cold Warry type attitude if you were like that, isn't it? That's that scenario that Dad just described. Yeah. Like, well, I've invented this. I'm going to keep it. Keep it, it yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I suppose you could say this is some kind of mercenary attitude about it. Isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. as soon as you let that go, then the self-sufficiency for others is gone by the by, isn't it? Because yes. people say, hang on a second, they've already done that. Why are we going to spend oh. all that effort and energy? Because and we could just get it off them. Yeah. So as soon as you got that idea, you're no longer self-sufficient. You yeah. are relying yeah. on others to do that. Anyway, but I'm, I think, I'm making it all... No, clear. no, no, but I see what you're saying. So we need to really define... No one realistically could be completely 100% self-sufficient. Exactly. So I guess you've got to try and measure... What changes could you make where you yes. could make yourself at least yeah. more self-sufficient than you are at the moment? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like how people get those solar panels or or stuff like that where they don't necessarily have to be paying an electricity bill yeah. because once they've got those solar panels mm-hmm. in, yeah. then they've got their energy in. Yeah. Or it could be where you're growing your own vegetables. Mm. I think I could grow my own vegetables, but just so I have a salad. But I'd still have to go and out- outsource my my yes. chicken and my yeah. all my additional food as yes, well. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, you can have um, a flock of chickens. You can rear them, eat the eggs, eat the chicken. Yeah, chicken yeah. is probably the best one, isn't chicken it? Is, yeah, and I, I know a few people who buy chicken just for that purpose, so they can have their own eggs. Yeah, and then eat the chicken. Eat the chicken. Yeah. yeah. How far would you go then? You know, if you want to eat fish, would you have your own fish pond? pond? Carp pond. Uh, yeah. And then, if you want, if you fancy a bit of, um, you know, um, steak nice meat, steak or something, yeah. would you have a herd of cattle running around in your garden? Oh. My garden, pretty small. Alfie <laughs> would be like, "What the hell?" Yeah. <laughs> well, well, then you're like m- moving into the realms of farming, aren't you? Really? Yeah. Yeah. You, once you start getting livestock, then you're thinking, well, "You're not self-sufficient. You're a farm now, aren't you?" Exactly. And I think once you start getting animals that big, that have got so many requirements, then you say, "Well, I've got to start selling the milk of this thing." Mm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's value in quantities, isn't it? The more you do, yeah. then you share with others That's rather right. than one person trying to do that. And it wouldn't be efficient either because if everybody grew their own wheat and everybody uh, uh, reared their own herd of cattle, it would just yeah. go crazy, isn't it? Have you seen the shift that the world is moving in, though? Have you noticed, have you heard anything big on the news with regards to cattle or meat or anything this week? Yeah, they have come up with their universal diet for the whole world. Yes. Meatless. And the reason is, not just for health, but for? For to reduce the gases that are produced by the livestock. Methane. Methane and other things. And also, yeah, there's lots of other byproducts of having a, a herd of. So this is the first time where what if they genuinely outlaw meat and yeah. say that vegetarianism or veganism is the way yeah. forward? Yeah. I think it'd be the first time that I'd be I'd personally break the law. Could they? <laughs> could, I mean, are we decades from it? I don't know. I get scared when I listen to stuff like yeah. this. You will survive. This you don't. I know I survive. If you don't need meat, you're not going to die of lack of protein. I know, anything. but the thing is, is for me to even think about mm. that. And sorry for any vegans or vegetarians listening, yes, but I really like my wheat, uh, my meat, and I sometimes think, could I do it? 
Yeah. Could mm. you do it? I don't know. They were talking to a vegan on the radio, and uh, she was saying there isn't the expectation that everyone's going to go full vegan, but you could at least cut out mm. s- like the um, amount of meat that you have. Yes. And when I think of it like that, then I think, yeah, maybe yes. I could do. Yeah. But it'd have to be... I mean, let's say I have meat five out of the seven days, I'd say. Yeah. Right. In some way, shape or form. (laughs) Have you ever questioned yourself why you like meat? Yeah. What what, what is the reason? Is it? Yeah. Even now I'm thinking about it and I'm getting hungry. No, seriously though. You know, I'm just thinking it's a mindset, isn't it? It is a mindset. Definitely. If you didn't, if you, perhaps you, it's my fault to some extent or our fault that, you know, um, putting you on to meat diet and thinking meat is good for you. Yeah. And then that's become your, that's your natural yes. instinct now to have meat. Yeah. But without that, you could have survived easily. Oh, yeah. Like your health probably be better, yeah. if anything. Definitely. Yeah. So I think the way to overcome, it's mindset, isn't it? We're trying to change people's behavior, the way they were mm. born, they were mm. brought up. Yeah, so it's, it's nurture has caused that bit. I yeah. think it's not the nature. You can't, if- you know. That's right. So the only way to would be to, uh, and you could somehow get animals to learn a language, for instance. Yeah, a sign language or a understanding that humans actually do talk to them or understand them intimately. If and you empathize with the animal, yeah. yeah. That way, soon as you go and try to kill an animal so you can eat yeah. it, you won't be able to do that because that animal will talk to you and get to your inner, inner humanity to say, hang on a second. Why are you killing me? Why do you want to eat? Yeah, me? but the thing is, I you're, you're making friend. out. Yeah, you're breaking the link in the chain. Where yes. is he's not. A no, no, we're not breaking the chain. No, no, that, no. As we've already established that you can live your life without eating meat. Yeah, but and the only way that you are eating because it's your lust for taste or yes. the way you've been brought up. Yeah, and to break that cycle, I think animals should be able to converse with human and and convince them that look, you can eat pulses. And you'd be alright. <laughs> Don't eat me. I eat it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, but you're definitely missing a link there, Dad, because in the sense that you're assuming that I go out and get my own meat, and I don't. Yeah. I just get it from a shop. Yeah, yeah but if it wasn't, you will. What you want is a talking steak. That's what you need to do. So, say, for example, if they abolished, like, farmers farming the meat. Yes. And then the only thing, say, look, if you want meat, yeah. get it yourself. Yeah. That's how we'd shift it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's how you'd shift it. You know what? I think I can go without meat for the fact that there is cheese and eggs and bread. Yeah. So you couldn't be vegan, but you could be vegetarian. Yeah. Oh, fine. I think you can uh, have cheese because you're not killing anybody. You're killing anybody. Yeah. yeah. And Makes eggs, sense. maybe you could question that, that you are killing something. No, but the thing yeah. is, with with regards to cheese and milk, yeah. they do a lot to make sure that the levels of milk or the amount of cows that are out there... Yeah. Oh, that, so they're breeding them for the sake of making milk. That's yes. why vegans have an issue well, then, with it. Again, you have alternatives to milk. We know that. Yeah, me milk. and you are into that as yeah, well, aren't we? Big like... way. I can't. I can't have cereal with the ordinary milk now. It just doesn't mm. taste right. That has almond milk. Al- almond and coconut mix. It's superb. Now I don't know about you, but I've looked at almonds closely, and there is not one teat or one <laughs> nipple on an almond. No. How the hell are they milking an almond? How does that even work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyone know? Coconuts, there's loads of teeth from coconuts. Yeah. yeah, Brazil nuts. I'm sure that's not milk that they're making from that. 
Yeah. Anyway, we've gone off tangent. We've gone off tangent, as we normally do. So, uh, I think we've kind of already explained this. What would be the first thing that you would miss if you went self-sufficient? Meat. No, no, yeah, meat. Uh, but I'm thinking it it requires a change in thinking, doesn't it, to become self-sufficient. You have to say, I'll, I'll have to do without this. Yeah. Because it depends, at what point you're starting, really. If you're starting from scratch, yeah, say, you know, go somewhere, live somewhere, but there's nothing around you and you start yeah. again. Yes. That would be really challenging. It would be challenging, wouldn't it? But the way we are these days, you already have TV set, you have games, you have this. Are you going to give all that up? Because that is mm. not part of sustainability. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, you can easily do without those things. But the question again is, where you live, it's, it's become almost a necessity to have yeah. those things to be able to communicate. Mm. So it, there are two diverse um, thinking going on, a school of thought here, isn't it? Which way you want to be? If we, as we are now, you know, living in a modern society, try to become self-sufficient, it would just be scratching the surface, isn't it? Yeah, cause because we've got too much, haven't we? Exactly. We used to too much. Let's try and simplify it then. So if you went from living where you live now yeah. in your house and were camping instead, Yes. And say you were camping for a month. Mm. What would be the first bits and pieces that you would miss from your normal life compared yeah. to your camping life? Now, the first thing that I would miss, I know I said meat, it wouldn't be. It'd be the ease at which we can stay warm. Yeah. I hate central the, heating. Central heating. Yeah. I think I'd miss central heating so much. No, you could, you could, if you're living, say, somewhere and you said camp, uh, you, if you're starting, you wouldn't even have a camp. Isn't it? If somebody dropped you off somewhere, totally isolated and barren, and you will then have to stop, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The first thing you will create actually fire. Definitely. Yeah. So get warm. Yeah. Get some light. So at least yeah. you're able to cook things. And but it's warm. a different level of warmth, isn't it? Yeah, but then you get used to it, isn't it? You, you mm. probably wouldn't be hundred percent comfortable. No, exactly. Yeah. And then the next thing is obviously warmth. You got that water. You have to source the water. Yeah, that's the point, isn't it? If you did have to start again, what would be the first thing? It'd have to be water first for survival. Drinkable, clean water. Yeah, yeah. And then so fire. Drinkable, yeah, then fire. I think fire is quite important. Yeah, fire's got to be next. Fire's in the top three, definitely. Unless you somewhere warm. And you don't need a fire, you've got water, and then you can eat the, the fruits of the, the land or the nuts yeah. or whatever there is. <laughs> yes. You can eat them, can't you, to survive. Yeah. So that'd probably be enough, really. Yeah. Where in this country Co- would you be, would you have to land? In this country. Where you could have the, la- the fruit and the nuts of the land? Cornwall. Cornwall. Yeah. <laughs> I think anywhere apart from Luton, really. Apart from Luton, yeah. <laughs> that'd be alright if you wanted, I don't know. Cheap alcohol. Yeah. For the fire. The best place to land would be like right in the middle of a shopping centre. <laughs> Ideally yes. at Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think what you're describing is like completely living like a bare yes, survivor okay. time. Yeah. I think the best way to do is to... to uh, you start with this life that we have now. Yeah. And then adapt yourself to the uh, sustainability yes. life. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, so it'll yeah. be gradual. Gradual. Yes. It'll take probably a decade, two decades maybe. Mm. It depends on how you want yeah. to progress. We definitely don't do enough. Now, Dad, if I look out into your garden, what do you have lots of? <laughs> what do you have lots of? Yeah. Lots of uh, my grass. You, not your fake grass. No. Yeah. More your flowers. flowers. Now, when you in the summer, how do you feed those flowers? You get water um, from, yeah, water, yeah, but you get it from your taps, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Now, isn't there something you can get where someone collects rainwater all the time? They have oh, those yeah, tubs, yeah, don't do they? Yes, yeah. yeah. And if you have those tubs, then you use that rainwater. You, know you recycle a tub. But 
Yeah. It's a genuine. Yeah. Water butt. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing you should do for sufficient, yeah. like mm-hmm. self-sufficiency, because you'd save loads on your water. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I agree with you because I've got enough roof there. I've got a garage roof, which is the same size as the house, probably than the house. And funnily enough, that everybody else says uh, water comes to my house. Well, we got two joint houses, isn't it? So yeah, of course, come to mine as well. Yeah. yeah. So I can nick his water. Exactly. Just, well, it's rainwater. He won't use it, will he? Yeah, well, he might say, well, no, 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 I want to use it as well. So <laughs> maybe a, a water wall going there. Yeah. Well, trade him with something that he's got that you want a bit of, isn't it? Yeah. The old system of... Yeah, bartering and trading. Bartering. Uh, anyway. And then, isn't there something that you can get, like a compost heap or something that I always see people do? You can get composters, yeah. Yeah. What the, what's that for, though? What is that for? That's yeah. if you're going to be growing <laughs> veg, isn't it? I think. Yeah. And, and yeah. If if you've got a lot of soil and you want to refresh your food, uh, soil, then you have, add obviously compost. And natural compost is your vegetable peels, grass cuts. Right. Yes. So yeah. And things like and that. Animal you, bones as well, like chicken bones. Um, yeah, that, that sort of thing. There. And then the bacteria does all the work, and it mm-hmm. turns all that into a nice compost, which is good for your soil. Can I give you some advice as well, listeners? I I don't know how I came up with this. I think I was, you know, when you're staring at your phone at the middle of the night, yeah, and you come across like an ad or something. But a bit of advice: when you're planting something, when you're planting a seed, whether it's fruit, ideally like veg or something like that, put the initial seed in soil, but put it inside an eggshell, because the eggshell will house it to begin with, so it stays nice and straight. But it's biodegradable. And also, the shell carries calcium, so it enriches the fruit and veg as well that you grow. Very good. That, very good. Person. I don't know, and I didn't do like a double check before because I knew we were doing this sustainability yeah. one. I just came across it and thought, oh wow, that's an interesting. It does make sense actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dad, just watch that wire because that unplugs. We're going to be done. For. No, no, I'm well away from it. Good. Yeah. So, what sort of things actually? If we went all sustainable and decide not to buy things for food wise yeah or by minimum what sort of things we would be ideally missing i don't mean to survive we can eat um homegrown vegetables and mm, yeah and um, meat to some extent meat to eggs, some extent yes. eggs probably you could do that yeah. so what would be the first thing that you'd miss that's yeah. a good question like a luxury food item. yeah not even luxury but we take it for granted now well, for chocolate instance, yeah butter for instance yeah you're oh, right actually dad yeah something that is Part of your staple diet, but it's still quite difficult to manufacture. Yeah, yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Butter's a good one. Butter is a good one. Yeah. Cheese, cheese, cheese. for you, mm. yeah. You'd miss yeah. cheese, wouldn't you? Because they're not something that. All right, you got the cow, but it takes a long way from cow yeah. to, to manufacturing bread. the cheese, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. And even like bread. Bread, bread is well, like yeah. No bread, you could if you have your own uh, patch of wheat. Yeah. Uh, you can grind the. Wheat germ and then make flour from it. Yes. Bread's and a then you can tough bread. one though, Dad. No, bread is easy to make. You've got to mill it, haven't you? What's milling? Is well, it milling just grinding? Just grounding this, yeah, yeah uh, grain. Mm. I think you'd have to you'd have to measure the effort versus satisfaction that you get so out of it. Yes. Tea would be virtually impossible because tea doesn't grow. Yeah. Time, does yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Or oh. coffee. That's depressing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Where do we get our tea, our coffee from then? Colombia, Colombia, Brazil, Africa. Certainly not here. Oh, God. Yeah. But, but yeah. you'll have to do without. Again, it's not necessary to have coffee. You can survive without coffee and tea. Dad, how are you going to get up at like five o'clock in the morning to milk your cows without a cup of coffee? No. That's right, Dad. Uh, you don't need that. You will get used to it. Mm. Yeah. 
And it brings me back to like a, it's a whole lifestyle change, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you you could actually still have a coffee. You could because you'll have the milk. Yeah. yeah, and you boil that, and you put something brown in it. It could be anything. Could you? Mud, so, yeah. mud. <laughs> Using a blackadder, aren't you? Is that what you Okay. What would you focus most of your attentions on while self-sufficient? So let's let's go outside of the realms of realism here. As a selfish person who's missing, I don't know, say TV games or social media, what would be your focus of attention? What would I use to entertain myself? Yes. Then? Yeah. Mm. yeah. See, I would say, yeah, TV, I would miss TV. A TV? Lot. Yeah. What do you read? What, what do you read more then? Yeah, but reading doesn't really tell you what's going on outside, in the outside world, does yeah. it? Or like... Reading is something that has happened already, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. unless yeah. you're reading a newspaper, I suppose. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd be forced to people watch more and rob people, I think. <laughs> oh, no, but still, why couldn't you com- communicate? Why couldn't you just go to somebody and say, tell me what's happening these days? Yeah. Yeah, it's really me still pissing around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, but the thing no, is, I'll tell you, but you got to give me some milk. <laughs> what? Uh, the thing is, I think I—I don't know. I just think that if I was becoming all self-sufficient, I'd stop washing as well. So I don't think people will want to have conversations with me. That's the, it's the other thing. What would you neglect straight off? In yeah, fact, washing. What are you? What? What is it about self-sufficiency that appeals to you? Because you think, well, I don't have to do that anymore. Washing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Muscle never wash, never yeah. shave. I'd be a jungle man, yeah. honestly, straight yeah. away. Yeah, clean his teeth. Mm-hmm. Oh, he doesn't do that now, does he? Hey. A jungle man. Jungle man, yeah. So, uh, we raised the uh, issue earlier. How sufficient is self-sufficient? I mean, you still need hospital, don't you? Yeah. You still need access to medical care. Yeah. You can start operating on yourself. What could you? Mm. Well, I mean, this is quite nerve-wracking, actually, this conversation, is, mm. isn't it? Because... Like, say, for example, if something... You see these films, don't you? Yeah. Where some sort of apocalyptic event happens. Yes. Whether it's like an asteroid, nuclear, mm. zombie-related. And then always in these films, these people are, like, surviving absolutely fine. Yes. Like, I was watching Bird Box the other day. Right. I don't know if you know much about Bird Box. I've heard of it. I do. Yes, I've watched some of it. You watched yeah. an element of it. Let's not give anything away to no. people. Yeah. But basically, the, the key lady in it, Sandra Bullock, not only is she self-sufficient, in a world that's gone horribly wrong. Yeah. She can walk around with the blindfold on comfortably. Yeah. I'm like, how are you that self-sufficient? <sighs> and like, you come from the life that you once lived very similar yeah. to us. I don't think the average person living in a developed country nowadays no. could deal with that kind of stuff like that. Mm. I just don't think yeah. they could. Well, if it comes to, if you have to, then you can adapt, isn't it? To it, the, some of the skills that you have will come quite apparent or you wouldn't have any choice, isn't it? And also you're, your senses probably, like you said, she's walking around blindfolded, and not only that, she's shooting people with the gun as well. I know. Yeah, uh, blindfolded. And are these other people blindfolded as well. No, no, no. they can see. Right. Yeah. And um, <laughs> uh, it's weird. It's a strange, yeah. weird thing. But it, yeah, I think some of these things will you will gain those senses. Probably. Do you have enough confidence in yourself to survive that change, though? Because I don't know about you, I don't think that I'd survive learning to be self-sufficient. Well you enough. Your instinct, in your human survival instinct will come in and mm. you will do it. No. You will. I don't know. You will do anything to stop yourself, stop you and the people that you love from being hurt. Yeah. And that's uh, instinct, isn't it? Yeah, true. I mean, out of yeah. three of us, I think you're the probably most qualified. You've done those marathons. I mean, how painful was that? on a couple of occasions then, yeah. yeah but cold mm. cold like you know that SAS Survivor thing that I watched yes. with Anthony Middleton yeah I watched that and I think I just couldn't do that no. not in like you would 
But I think it's an age thing. When I was younger and I watched it, I go, yeah, yeah, I could do this. Yeah. I'm going to do some press-ups now. I feel so cold all the time. No, though. It it, it, you, it, the result comes in somehow, honestly. Age probably is, is, is a, uh, it's a benefit because you know. Wisdom. Wisdom. You have the skills, you have the knowledge. Yeah. And also determination as well. I tell you what, the older you get, you cling on to dear life even more. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's a fact. Yeah. Remember, uh, not long ago, we were stranded because our taxi broke down. How self-sufficient exactly. were we then? Yeah. And we all had our parts to play, I think, in, we that, did. Uh, in that scenario. Definitely. Yeah. I advised us to stand away from the car so we yes, didn't yeah, get well, hit. Well, I was doing that. I took lead on that to say, don't stand near the car. That guy was... On the other side yeah. of the car as the well. The taxi yeah. driver was yeah. dopey, yeah, wasn't he? he? was an idiot. Yeah. He wouldn't do well in self-sufficient. He wouldn't, would he? No. He had the wrong... Um, Wheel, lock it, wheel nut, what do you call it? The, <laughs> yeah, the locking nut. Uh, the locking nut yeah. for his car. He didn't, didn't have he, the yeah? right spanner to undo yeah. the, no. the wheel. And he's a taxi driver. What did he keep saying on the phone that was getting on your nerves when he was ringing the AA, Dad? <laughs> darling. Yes, darling. <laughs> 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 you just find yourself very irritated at people yeah. in these situations. So, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure he was asking for McDonald's. He said, where's the nearest McDonald's? And I'm thinking, what the hell you want McDonald's for? And then I looked at his side and said, yeah, he probably needs that. On McDonald's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean things like there are things that you just not won't be able to qualify uh, qualified enough to to do anything about, isn't it? So like self aid, uh, yeah. yeah, sorry, first I mean, you know, aid, basic, for, basic first aid. But would you administer that on, on yourself or or what? I think in when you become self sufficient, you have to be very cautious of your health and aware of your health and safety and, and that kind of stuff. No, mm. I'd say you. The opposite, though, because I think the thing that stops people doing that kind of stuff yeah. is the fact that there are qualified people around you or there's a certain way of doing stuff, yes. and you not doing it right could impact someone. But let's say, for example, in this apocalyptic world that I've made up, yeah. all rules go out the window. You're going to help people know regardless what, because you're going to have those inhibitions that are gone. Yes. Case in point, someone passed out in town mm. once. And I was with Mel's mom and Mel. Yeah. Now, Mel's mom is a trained nurse. Right. So where other people were really apprehensive of going around, yeah. uh, Shirley was there straight away trying to help because she felt qualified and confident to do that. Yes. But obviously, if you were in a world where th- there weren't specialists or professionals, I think everyone would chip in a little bit. Have more. a go, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. I think you'd kind of have to. Mm. I watched a film recently um, over Christmas again. Earthquake. Oh, mm. yeah. One of these awful 70s uh, films, which is like got loads of stars in it. I think Charlton Heston was in it. Yeah. But it was good to see like our community gets together and um, survives like uh, this kind of devastation. Yeah. Yes. But they say that like underground car parks, they, everybody will go to those kind of places and set up camp there. Yeah, because yeah, shelter, place, aren't they? Yeah. Shelter, set up mobile hospitals and that kind of stuff. Underground car parks. Mm. And also underground itself is a yeah. tube as well, tube station in yes. London. That would be ideal. Well, they use that during the Blitz, didn't they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If, what, if anything, makes you want to become self-sufficient? Do you ever look at the world and think, I rely too much on this? Or there's just, I, I want to be able to do this for myself. Or I don't want to have the world having so much control over that part of my life. Yeah. Uh, for me, it would be paying the tax. Yeah. The tax man. Tax is too much control over you. Too much control, yeah. 
and it, it killed me the amount of tax that I'm paying. Are you yeah. just saying that because you only for, literally got the email last yeah, week on how much yes, tax you pay? For, for that reason, I'll become self-sufficient, never earn a penny. Yeah. Just live on the land because I won't have to pay any uh -huh. taxes. Yeah. Is I that reason know. enough? That's a good reason, though. That's a good yeah. reason, yeah. I don't feel like I think that <laughs> yeah, enough. that's a good reason. I'm a millennial, though, aren't I? So I won't think like that. My brain won't think like that. I suppose not, no. You're Generation X, aren't I'm you? I'm Generation X. Which is always a bit more, um, what's the word? Suspicious. And you're longing for of, a time that was different. Yes, yeah, yeah. Whereas I don't think that's as much in my brain mm. as yours. Tell you what makes me want to become self-sufficient and kind of live in a bubble. I think living in a bubble is more the right term. Yeah. It's the, the social media, really. Yeah. Sometimes I think we, I just rely on something too much that doesn't really do much for me. Yeah. You know? Mm. Yeah. And I think if I became self-sufficient, I could do away with that because it just wouldn't benefit my life. Mm. Anymore. Yeah, but then you will be losing a very important source of information. Information is power. Knowledge is power. Yeah. So without that, you are not going to succeed very well. And are you saying that the only way of gaining that information and knowledge is through social media? Not social media, through the internet. Through the internet. Well, yeah, the internet. it's, it's yeah. the current affairs that you want to know. Mm -hmm. Reading history is fine. There, you can. You don't need to rely on that one. Uh, but how do you know what's going on now, and that's affecting you now, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I'd like the idea of doing that for a while, like a month, a month in a jungle, yeah. or a company retreat. You last away. a day, Buster. You just were picking me up, saying you I'd be all right. Miss... Yeah, but you'll miss meat. What in a jungle? You could get meat in a jungle. Uh, yeah, you'd yeah, be you know, the meat <laughs> in the jungle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you telling me that you're actually going to kill a little animal and then eat it? No way. Because oh, you're not going to be able to kill to start with. Because you wouldn't know how to. Yeah. Yeah, let's put that. And once you've done it, you wouldn't know how to decut it, um, take the fur off or whatever, oh. take the skin off. And that's just the beginning. Then try to um, cook it. <sighs> now, I'd say that I'd do what the vultures do then. So whatever, <laughs> I'd be follow a big yeah. bit of... I'd follow a big hunter around. Yeah. That's and then right. just yeah, yeah. like live off his leftovers, left his or her yeah, leftovers. Zombie scavenger, yeah. yeah. Big hunter. Yeah. So there you go, self-sufficiency. Yeah. You're waiting for a hunter to arrive yeah. before Bus can start his self-sufficiency. Yeah. Well, I'd like follow a lion, but I'd follow it so I wasn't in like smell shot of the yes. lion. <laughs> the, the, li the lion can't smell me. <laughs> yeah. Knowing your luck, you'll, okay, be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you'll be the yes. hunter. Yeah. The lion will eat you first. Yeah. But then you have to fight with the vultures, and they can fly. They'll just peck, peck yeah. you to no, death. No, no, no. Vultures are cowards, though, aren't they? Vultures are very much like, if this is too much hard work, I'll just find the next yes. thing. They won't defend that prey. <laughs> They'll just fly off. In group, they can attack you. Vultures. No, you're thinking yeah. hyenas. Yeah, they're same, they're, it's the same breed. It's Mentality, the same, like, is vultures it? Vultures are the same. Scavengers, yeah. Scavengers, yeah. Well, Dad, you're uh, the one who's lived closest to this life in, yes, ba yeah. in Pakistan. Yeah. Did you ever see any vultures? Oh, oh God, yeah. Loads. Because if an animal dies there, they just leave it to rot. Uh, and then that's what they're circling the sky. And that can start before the animal actually dies. Even. I don't know. Somehow they know. Well, they would do, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah. And then they will just come and just tear it apart. No, no in my luck. The dogs, the, the uh, sort of wild dogs will finish it off. Finish out Jacob, Jacob, Jackal. Jackal. Yeah, um. That's how I'd know I'm not doing well at the self-sufficiency game. When, like, a group of vultures are constantly circling me. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go, yeah, he's right for the picking. Give him, yes. give him a day or two. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be yeah. done for. Surely you, you'd, you'd want to adopt the, um, 
the lion's attitude and like you said smell shot no don't make it, don't make it look like you're uh, weak weak that you're the prey of the lion but again don't make it look like you're preying on the lion no run with the lions yeah it? that's what i that's probably what i just run with the lion run with the lion yeah, <laughs> yeah voices gonna be after you straight, <laughs> straight away yeah could nothing eat lion does it yeah no, no. I think you need some basic skills to be able to identify what you can eat in a forest or in the, in the wilderness. Yes. You can do some foraging, isn't it? If you knew what, what to get. Uh, so you need that knowledge because there is abundance of stuff in, in the, in the wilderness. Okay. In any country that you can survive actually. You can no, eat soup from it and, you know, roast your, um, I don't know, whatever. Nuts. Nuts or yeah. whatever. Mm. Dad, in the gardens, not necessarily our garden, but like when we used to walk in the park, you always used to tell me not to eat the berries that are on a tree. Mm. Is that just because they're not being washed or is there something genuinely poisonous about the berries in a British British park's tree? Doesn't berries are poisonous. But they're not po- we're talking about the people that non- normally people are picking. That's, that's the sort of thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The gooseberries. Not gooseberries, not gooseberries but you know what? Well, berries. Berries. Um, yeah. Blackberries. Yeah, blackberries. Yeah. Not blackberries even, but you know, like if you went into a park yes. in this country, yeah. and the, there'd be weeds, wouldn't they? They wouldn't yeah. be growing like, not they haven't been manufactured to grow like yes. grapes or anything like that. You see these berries on trees mm. that are parts of weeds. Mm. Are they poisonous? No, like a holly trees. bush. Yeah. The holly, I think the berry that's associated with holly is poisonous, isn't it? There are certain berries. Do you know the round ones, like look like a, a cherry, for instance? Yes. The round ones. Yeah. Without yeah. any... But they're like little so smaller, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, some of them are poisonous, but I don't know all of them because some of them birds will eat. Actually, yeah, well, it? that's what I was saying. Look at the birds. Look at what the birds are doing. Yeah. If they eat them, then you're going to should be all right eating. Is that right though? Because what if bir- birds have like a different stomach? I don't know. See, this is what I mean. That's why I wouldn't be self sufficient because I'd eat every berry and then be keeling over in pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the vultures would circle me the second I first try and milk a bull. <laughs> yeah, that guy don't know what he's doing. He's milking a bull. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? The last time we were in Spain, yeah. um, your mum, we went for a walk and there are lots of, have you noticed they have a white and pink flowers? I don't know what they're called. Are they polyanthus or something like that? I don't know the real name. We've actually had some in this country, but they don't last in the winter. Mm. Anyway, we were picking flowers and white ones and a Spanish came up and he says, the sign, he said, poison, poison, and so on. He said, these are poisonous. Yeah. Really, he said, you never see any bees going near these. Wow. I thought, oh, God, that's a, that's a good one to say. That's a good way, isn't it? Yeah. And then he was uh, sort of uh, gesturing not to put it in your mouth or don't lick your lips, uh, fingers away. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't know they were, they were poisonous. And he said, and I said, no, I was I think no. He said, then he spoke better thing. He said, no bees go near these flowers. Mm. Wow. There you go. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. So do we know anybody who has this kind of lifestyle or is close to having this lifestyle? No, but no. There's, a, there's a house not far from here, which uh, is near off Plague's Lane somewhere, yes. isn't it? Not far from here, where it looks, they've got like a little wheel, yeah, like a trundly wheel. Trundly they've got wheel. like, um, this. they must have this um, solar panels now, but mm. it looks like a very self-sustained house, it doesn't, doesn't it? Yeah, I haven't seen that one. It's kind of, Avenue, yeah, yeah, it's around there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's a weird looking house as well. He's done yes, something yeah. to it, yeah. Yeah, he's done a ah, couple of things to it to yeah. make it more self-sufficient, which is cool. Yeah. I think anyone who's got a greenhouse as well is living more self-sustained mm, than, yes. than the average person. Yes. I know somebody who lives on a farm, but I don't class that self No, you can't class a farm, no. yeah. That's the job. Yeah. 
Uh, I've got somebody, a colleague at work, he always brings fruits uh, in summer, fruits and tomatoes. He brings lots of tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, also cucumbers uh-huh. and things like that. Yeah. Um, his name is Paul Aveston, by the way. He's a fire officer. Right, okay. And he does a lot of uh, ungrowing. Yeah. Oh, does he? I thought you, those no, two stories weren't interlinked, and I thought he was just buying vegetables and giving them. Uh, no, 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 he, he grows <laughs> them. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what, he buys them from supermarkets? I, think he's, I want to do that. Uh, you know. He's got allotment as well. That's good. Do you think anyone's ever done that, though? What? Do you think anyone has ever made out that they grow vegetables, <laughs> but they just buy vegetables? Because people want to be seen as being self-sufficient. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I might start doing that. You know what? If I ever get, like, a regular job again, I want that to be my thing. I'm going to yeah. tell people I have an allotment. Yeah. Just every now and then bring in like potatoes. Yeah, from, right, from same Start place. bringing in really exotic stuff as well, <laughs> yeah. like mangoes. Yeah, I grew these. <laughs> Still got the sticker on, man. <laughs> Here's star fruit I grown yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone would be that low, buzzer. I think there must be someone who's done that. Yeah. Listeners, if you know anyone who's done that where they've mm. pretended to supposedly grow stuff. Yeah. Well, people have done that in these competitions, haven't they? For cakes and stuff, no, like cake baking. So you know, oh, yeah. the largest marrow. Marrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you cut it, it's made out of plastic. Yeah. But a lot of uh, Brits, they like the, they love this kind of stuff, don't they? A lot of like them. Their own, like allotments are a yeah. big thing. Yeah. Stuff. you got to start somewhere. I mean, I mentioned it last year and the year before, and I think. And I've oh, still God. There. But Bastard always poo-poo the idea. You won't do it. The honey, uh, keeping honey, bees yeah. for honey. Why not? I, I think we can do that. You'll be doing a good service as well, Dad, because yeah. bees are on their way out. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So are you still laughing at that, poo-pooing that idea? Well, the fact you said you're going to do it for three years and you've not done well, it no, Yeah, this was my retirement plan and I've not retired yet. I've mm. not noticed. All right, yet. Dad, have you noticed that you've got two cats? And remember like how much of a panic you were in when Rocky got stung? No, no, no. His they were expanded. If bees have got, um, our garden is full of bees in the summer when the flowers are out. Mm. So they never actually sting. They only sting when they they have to, you know. Rocky's learned his lesson from twice now he's been bitten. bitten. Wow. I've read somewhere or looked at something on the internet where aren't they creating houses that have special kind of bricks that can house bees? Yeah. Have you seen that? No. It's very similar to, you know, when Sodia bought you that present for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. But it wasn't like a beehive. It was kind of like a, a thing where bees can go into mm. and create almost like a mini hive. Yeah. Why don't you do yeah, that? Yeah, well, I don't see what, what's the point of that. Because they're not really making any honey for you. So that's not self-sufficient. You're just doing a bit of a service for bee to somewhere go. You're like a bee shelter. Bee yeah. shelter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a stopgap. I've got two wasp nests in my house. No, they're no good. Do they not count? No, 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 no. I don't know how to get rid of them, if I'm perfectly honest. Call the exterminators. Mm. There's one at the front of the house, yeah. under my window, and there's one in the conservatory as well. Mm. Shouldn't have any problem with them now, though, should you? Oh, no, they're not now. Yeah. One stung Alfie in the eye, though. His eyes started swelling up, so I had to take him to the vet. I'm glad you said poo-poo earlier, because that is obviously an important thing, isn't it? Waste. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes you hear stories about how like some, some self-sufficient people are really self-sufficient. Nothing goes to waste. Yeah. So they'll fertilise their garden with their, their own feces. Their marrow with their own stuff. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh. And that is something I think that you'll have to adopt. Yeah, but I'll, you can't be too squeamish about that. human... Pieces are not 
treatise or not um it's a good composting stuff or good no it's not no but surely if you're living that self-sustained life and eating all veg and stuff then your poo should be all right yeah your your poo won't be too different to a cow yeah, but if you poo at McDonald's in, then don't forget it then. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah if, you, if, anyway. if, you, if your diet is um, that's KFC. That's for the measure. Yeah. yeah. But let's not talk about that for too long. Yeah. I wonder if this guy who lives down the, the road. Down the road, yeah, yeah. I wonder yeah. if he's considered I have like heard stories of people drinking their um, pedo. That's Bear Grylls, isn't it? No, no. There was a, in fact, there was a, a minister or something or the other in India many years ago. Yes. His name was Desai. Desai. And he used to drink his own urine every morning. <laughs> well, straight from the thing to the yeah, thing. To, yeah. It wasn't this guy who lived to be like 150 years he old. Was, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. Not 150, but he was in his 90s. Yeah. He had no friends. <laughs> no, he had plenty of friends. What? Yeah. Somebody drink urine. Yeah, he, even, he even tried to, uh, <laughs> it took this uh, sort of idea uh, to the parliament to have a urine bank. Oh, like blood bank, but for drinking. <laughs> for drinking, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you know blood bank people don't drink the blood unless you no, vampire. No, yeah, but <laughs> 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 I, I, you think I'm making this up? I you do. You can Google it if you want, and there was a. No, I think a, I've heard a, of this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Desi, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say something that I'm gonna leave it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Uh, so which out of the three of us would be the most successful at living this kind of uh, self-sustainable, uh, self-sufficient life? Yeah, let's start with least. I'm going to right, throw out there, I, I will comfortably <laughs> say no. Uh, yeah. Whilst we've been talking, I realise that a lot of this does not appeal to me in, in all, any sense. Yeah. So by virtue of the fact that I don't want to even try it, yeah. it would make me quite unsuccessful. Definitely, yeah. The, f- the conversation we're even having it depresses me and makes me feel cold. Yeah. I keep telling you that I feel cold. Just the thought of it. We don't have to go the full hog, do we? We can still do things to help the environment and the nature yeah. and become sustainable that way. Mm. There are lots of things that we can do. It's yeah. a changing lifestyle, isn't it? And yeah. I'll tell you what, Bassett, you can do is the things that you do know and which are that way, Amelia will pick up on that. You're, you know what? Well, since we've been talking, it's like you said, you've noticed Amelia likes the meat, didn't she? Yeah. Yes. And I've always prided myself on that. But now I'm stopping and thinking, maybe I, I know, should be yeah. discouraging her from having meat. Yeah. Because if that's the way the world's moving, and if there are healthier and more envi- environmental alternatives, yeah. then I should be encouraging that, shouldn't Absolutely. I? Absolutely. And this mm. why you don't have to actually sit her down and say, look, you can't do this and the other. It's true practice. Lead it? by example. Lead yeah. by example. And I think we, there was an era where we became throwaway society. And we are actually paying for that now. Mm. And we need to just turn that a bit. We are. And, and start being conscious about not wasting yeah. things, uh, being sensible about things. And mm. that's all you need to do. Really, don't have to go really mad. Yeah. Start eating nettles. Exactly. I think rather than discouraging somebody from eating meat, it's just make it look like meat isn't the be-all and end-all. Like yeah. It. Don't make it seem yeah. so appealing. What do you reckon to people who order not ready-made food, but measured food to their house for a meal? So you order five meals worth of food that's been correctly measured Raw ingredients, like yeah, the raw ingredients and the instructions on how to cook it. But that way, you're not wasting anything. I like that idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Do you like that? Yeah, 
But then the problem is you've got to be disciplined about it. That probably will not be enough for you. And then you will still go out and buy some. Yeah. And you will be probably making it worse rather than... See, I'm, gla- I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because Mel, Mel bought... She she saw this deal. That there, there's services that do that. Where you can get eight meals worth. I think No, I think it's ten meals worth. Because it's for both of us. Yeah. And it was on half price. And I said, look, I'll let you do it. Just half price and test it. Because I think it's a colossal waste of money. Mm. And she says, yeah, but then I like use vegetables and stuff and don't use all of them and end up throwing it mm. away. And I go, yeah, but those vegetables are like 60p. This mm. isn't cheap, as you can no, imagine. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so she's done it for this week. And I've only eaten one of the things because she said that, oh, one of these dishes is too spicy for you. Mm. And then she made one when I wasn't in. And then she then told me that she went to Tesco and spent 60 quid anyway. So, okay, look, how are we saving money? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. This is saving money. i tell you what money. the people do this. It's a human psychology played about in a big way. Mm. There are two ways of doing People straight away think, oh, right, I've got now. Uh, if somebody says, oh, you could be losing a bit of it. And I can say, yes, I've got, a, I've, I've got something in the system now which will help me. That's the way I look at it. You know, if I want to lose weight, I will pick up something which is probably less effort for me but I'm relying on other uh, things to happen to help me sure, sure. which is not you are actually passing the buck you are relying on something that if I do this oh, that will take care of the other yeah so I think right. there's a lot of that goes into the end human yeah, psychology I think yeah. you're right and I don't think those things can last no yeah. it's same as when people join the gym don't they realize that to join the gym actually you have to go there and do some work they don't. No. They think they join the gym and that's the <laughs> end of it now. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's you know, right, you know. Right, yeah. that. So there's that thing. And the other thing is obviously people think, oh, it'll be, yes, I won't waste any food. No, you will be underfed. I can guarantee you that because if they've measured portions, they're never enough for you. It, they're taking control from you and that's not the way to deal with anything. You need to be in control. Yeah. But surely okay. you can tailor those measured proportions to how much you eat. Yeah. No. Well, Give me an not? example, right? So say, like, I don't know, say if I wanted to have lasagna. They'd have a certain night. amount of cheese, certain amount of measured portion of pasta, measured portion of meat that you'd have to use for that. Yeah. And then you'd make it, and that's all you have. That's all you have. Yeah. But to some degree, that's good, because that will limit the amount you eat. So if it's if it's the average portion size... Because you know for a fact, Dad, especially like Mom and the food she oh, cooks, God, yeah, yeah. our portions have always been big, massive, don't they? Okay. I think as a nation, that's the problem. We yeah. always have lost. We overindulge. Yeah. Yeah. Indulge. yeah. Then you don't want to be hungry, do you? But maybe you should be hungry. You should be hungry. Well, especially if you try and lose weight. Yeah, I suppose you should. Yeah, it, it's not bad know, knowing that you're going to go hungry for a bit because you know that there's another meal coming. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. 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 Hmm. It's all to do with your mental ability to control these things. And yeah. I am worse when I'll, I'll be quite honest with you. Another thing is when people join the gym, there's the other bad effect is that they do all that workout. Yeah. Perhaps not as much. And then they come home and it's a license to eat whatever you want. Definitely. Think, yes, I've been there. I mean, I've some seen some people thinking, should you be doing this? You should be perhaps doing something else first <laughs> to get a reasonable yeah. size, then come here. Mm. I mean, there's some of them are really tight. You look at these people who were like prodigies when they were kids and yeah. like really sporty and really fit yeah. and could eat what they want. And then the second, whatever it is, injury, age, time, stop doing it. And they balloon. They balloon, don't they? Yeah. yeah. And I think that the people who are like that as kids, they suffer more when they're adults. If yeah, they definitely. don't keep maintaining yeah. that. Yeah. Discipline. It's discipline. That's what it is, yeah. man. That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. 
Like, mm. you look at, I think, especially like some retired sports stars. And look yeah. Paul Gascoigne. I mean, I know he wasn't particularly. No. He didn't look <laughs> No, but like at the time he did. No, at yeah. the time he did. And I can imagine yeah. the years running up to it, he was yeah. very fit and stuff. Very fit. Yeah. I suppose that is what we're talking about sustainability. Yeah, that's the word, that's isn't the it? Word, really? Isn't it? Yeah. Just whatever you are happy with and it's reasonable, you know, then keep that. That's right. Moderate what can sustain you, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Sustain Not you. what can make you feel overly comfortable. What can sustain, what can sustain, you, sustain you, you, yeah. And I think there's different types of people who can live their life like that happily. Mm. Mm. Those that can't. Some people will take it to the extreme. It's almost like penury. They'll punish mm. themselves. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm not happy unless I know that I feel horrible, you know? It's like, weird. That, that kind of weirdness mm. mentality. Okay. That's all I've got question wise. Fantastic. Really? I think we went off on a couple yeah. of tangents there, but we covered a lot of bases I, I was there. expecting this to, to be a happy one, but it does make you feel a bit depressed. And it's not like the good life on TV, is it? Where they're all happy, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, but work. If I was married to Felicity Kendall, man, the, that's, that's it, I'd be happy. Make, I think you need a wife like Felicity Kendall yeah. for it to, to work. Definitely. Excellent. Right, on that note. On that note. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Keep being sustain, sustainable. <laughs> is that the right word? Sustain yourself. Sustain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, bye. 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 <laughs> So that's another Siddiqui Ramblings wrapped up. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd love to get involved, uh, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. So that email address again is the GB at gmail.com. We're aiming to make this podcast a weekly episodic podcast, and that can only be done through uh, reviews. So if you guys could review us five star reviews on iTunes, that would be a massive, massive help to get the word out. So the more reviews, the better. Until next time, it's bye from Bassett Siddiqui. And it's bye from Sid Siddiqui. And it's bye from Umar Siddiqui. See ya.